Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for being with us today. We are glad you are starting your weekend off here with us on our show. And we are going to kick it off with our good friend for as long as we've had the show, uh, which has been uh, since 2013 now, Mr. Austin Parr. So, Austin, man, it's hard to believe the number of years we've been doing this together. How are you? Doing great, Scott. I know. It's been a long time. It sure has. Well, hey, man, let's uh, give everybody a little fishing report around, maybe here locally, and then what's happening in the mountains and any other areas you may know of. Yeah, so we're in a transitional period, certainly on the front range here, particularly in our larger bodies of water. The gizzard shad that we mentioned so frequently as the main bait fish species have all spawned and the babies are starting to come out over the open water. And what that means is that there's all of a sudden just a, an abundance of food for all these fish in the lake. And Although the shad aren't super big yet, maybe an inch to an inch and a half, uh, the fish are starting to focus in on them a little bit. Uh, the bite has still been earlier in June and, and early in May, mm-hmm. but you can get a few fish on that still, but transitioning to more reactionary presentations as well as trolling presentations to imitate bait fish is definitely going to be the better bet coming up over the next couple of weeks. So jigging wraps and blade baits, and then trolling lures like Salmo Hornets, uh, the Flicker Shads from Berkeley as well, that all will be productive. And then, uh, but focusing in right now still on some of your structure points, the fish are still up on top of humps at places like Chatfield and Cherry Creek and Pueblo, and fishing to those with those same presentations we just mentioned will be good. But then over the next maybe two weeks, the shad will get big enough where those walleyes will peel off of that structure and they'll be more suspended, so more of a trolling pattern out in the main water with suspended fish chasing bait fish will be better, and that's where the things like the uh, Salma Hornets and the Berkeley Flicker Shads and the Shad Rafts all will do better behind planer boards. Right. And what are these water temps, you know, when, man, when it gets up in these high 90s, and how does that change things? Well, I mean, a lot of people think that that late summer late summer period they just say oh the water's too hot the fish aren't biting well that's definitely not the case i mean we were out in kansas this last week and had water temperatures that on the graph both graphs were 87 degrees whereas around here we're only in the 72 or 73 degree mark so we're still a long ways off of those temps out east there but um in general the fish will still be eating walleyes and bass and and um, all your different panfish species and such all do quite well in that warm water type environment Hmm. so you don't have to worry about the fish not being active like a trout will but on the other hand people think they're not active because they're not biting because there's so many bait fish in the lake so they have so much food to eat that trying to get them to get your lure rather than the natural bait fish swimming around them can be the challenge so that's where those reactionary presentations to try and instead of trying to feed them something get them to react to it sometimes can be more effective. So that's really a deal. We'll be dealing with that all the way through the early part of the fall until we get some cooler temperatures in October where it will shock some of these same bait fish and you can go and and have a little bit better success. Once again, with the same reactionary presentations, but the bite picks up as you get into the fall again. 
Right. Again, Austin Parr is our guest. Discount Fishing Tackle is the store, 2645 South Santa Fe. Their number, 303-698-2550. So what advice just around locally, and again, you know, Cherry Creek, Chatfield, whatever, where, you know, there's a lot of people, boy, get their kids out fishing, which we love seeing, but maybe they don't have a boat, so they got to fish in the bank. What What are a few areas maybe on just each of those uh, pieces of water there uh, that you could give some advice on to maybe take some kids out? Cherry Creek's slightly more challenging with some of these bait fish, peeling those fish off the shoreline. But Chatfield still has a really good smallmouth bass bite along the rock faces. Uh, when the bait fish come out, you can get really a pretty spectacular topwater bite early and late in the day. So little poppers and zara spooks, even a whopper plopper, all are, are pretty easy to work, and especially things like a popper and a whopper plopper where you just kind of just move the rod tip a little bit or in the case of the, the plopper, you just cast and reel it. It's really good for if a kid can can cast reasonably but then you can also put bait underneath the float up on those shallow rock faces as well so things like leeches will have those probably for the next two or three weeks usually until the the last week of july or first week of august is when those disappear but then things like shiners and fathead minnows underneath bobbers also can be very effective so that's a really good opportunity for kids with the one caveat being that it is on the rock faces so it could be a little bit more treacherous to, to get them out there, so be cautious mm-hmm. with that. But then uh, there's some great small local ponds all around town. There's little bass in a lot of these ponds and bluegills, and you can go as basic as a worm under a bobber or as in-depth as you want, really. Uh, the same topwater presentations will work early and late in the day, and that really is an explosive hit, so it's an exciting way to get some kids on some fish. But things like Sanko worms rigged weedless on a weightless Texas rig, uh, as well as just casting and, and retrieving something like a chatterbait can all be really good this time of year. So those small local ponds are worthwhile. But the other thing that I always mention is that in Colorado, although we have a lot of the panfish and, and the bass, a lot of times with young kids, I like going up into the hills just a little bit and getting some trout. Sure. So places like Evergreen have been pretty recently stocked. And especially if somebody wants to go and keep some fish, that really is a much better place to go than trying to keep some bass out of a small pond that can be uh, a lot of times can't support that harvest. So going up and and fishing some power bait on the bottom or throwing something like a a hard lure, a cast master or an HD trout jerk bait all work well. And that's really a, a pretty good place to be now that they've stocked that pretty recently. But other places like Georgetown and Terry all still can be worthwhile uh, as far as taking young kids out right walk us through a little bit i had to tell me i told a guy i was going to have you hunt he said ask him about fishing etiquette a little bit he said we were out the other day and i forgot where he was at but he said man they were catching some and this would go this boat came over to him and he said it was like four feet from their boat this guy just pulls up and starts fishing beside him what is there kind of just maybe even an unspoken uh, rule or just, uh, you know, hey, like I say, fishing etiquette? What's kind of the rules you go by? Kind of depends upon who you talk to. So <laughs> when it comes to a lot of folks that, that walleye fish, there's almost like a, a mentality where it's, it's okay, and it always bothers me, but um, walleye fishermen get notoriously close to each other. They'll be on a hump or on a point or or some structure area, and, and one guy will be catching fish, and guys will get up pretty close to him, and it kind of is a common thing. But like I mentioned, it's annoying to me. I always try and stay <laughs> more than, than two, two cast distance away minimum um, is what I like to try and do. But it, it 
although it doesn't really affect things that much as far as actually catching fish, just like I mentioned, it's kind of annoying. Right. But things like if you're bass fishing or fishing a, an edge and you're you're working down, especially if you're directionally facing an area and get on your electric motor working down a bank, get in front of somebody like that really can be uh, detrimental in that type of a field. And then fly fishing especially is the one where it really matters. So. Uh, the, the biggest thing that, that I try and recommend for folks to not do is what's called high holing. So someone's fishing a hole and, and working up above. You're always fishing upstream when you're fly fishing. So you're, or the majority of the application, you're, right. you're fishing upstream. So uh, I'm, I'm fishing in the back of the hole first and then working my way upstream to get up into the hole. And there's nothing that is more rude than someone jumping up above somebody and <laughs> fishing up above their hole on a place that you're you're working up to so if you're fishing around people on a crowded environment like deckers or cheeseman canyon always getting down below somebody is certainly the more courteous method but try and leave as much play much much space as possible granted it's more challenging in some places than others but there's always some other place to find some fish and that's usually what i try and do is stay out of the the holes that are kind of the community holes i joke around about and and find some places that are a little more off by myself Right. Again, Austin Parr is our guest. Discount Fishing Tackle is the store, as I mentioned, 2645 South Santa Fe. And once again, you need to know anything about fishing here here in the state. I'm telling you, this is your one-stop shop for all your gear needs and advice as well. Their number is 303-698-2550. And um, Austin, I know you're you know about as busy as a man can be, man with work, family, and all that you do and guiding, but if some people still want to try to get out with you this year, are there any slots available? I do definitely have some, some spots available. And one, just real quick, I want to make mention of just something before I get into that, if we got two seconds. Here. Absolutely. Um, so Parks and Wildlife, over the last couple of days, uh, starting July 15th here, uh, have in uh, they, there's a, a voluntary fishing closure on the Colorado for basically – the Highway 9 Bridge at Kremling down to State Bridge after noon, after the noon hour every single day. But then there's also a fishing closure all day. Granted, it's voluntary, but it's a certainly the, the water temperatures are at a detrimental level for those brown trout. But down from State Bridge all the way to Glenwood Canyon is a voluntary fishing closure all day long due to water temperatures. So certainly something to take uh, wow. into consideration. Okay. And if you're out fishing some rivers right now or fishing trout in general, it might be better to go up to the higher elevation environments, particularly uh, some small streams and, and high elevation lakes. Those places never really have an issue with water temperatures at that elevation. So that's a better place to go. Those lower drainages right now are starting to get pretty warm already, and it seems like the last couple of years we've experienced this pretty much every single year. But we're starting off now on the Colorado from Kremlin down to Glenwood Canyon. Okay. Man, no, that's very valuable information, so no, we appreciate that. Yeah, but then back to the guide trip, certainly have some opportunities available. We'll get into that trolling bite in August and then into a good fall bite, and I do, so I'd love to get some folks out. Okay, great. Austin's number directly is 303-514-5546. Hey, take just a minute here. When I say a minute, you got a few minutes, but uh, on your boat, and beautiful boat, by the way, so I'll let you um, plug that, so to speak, any way you want with your boats. But I want you to kind of walk around the boat and just kind of talk about some of the gear that you use. Yeah, so my boat really is rigged as good as you could possibly get. It's a Lund Impact 2025 from Crowley Marine. Crowley's on I-76 and Pecos, roughly, and they're the Lund Ranger 
and Triton dealers. Um, but then that, that Lund is set up with uh, what I've seen as the best trolling motor I've ever felt, I've ever been around, a Lawrence Ghost trolling motor, cable steer, as well as remote-control-driven trolling motor up front, and paired up with Lawrence Electronics. These are HDS Lives. They're top of the line. But one advantage with Lawrence that's really nice is that they have some really inexpensive units that do a lot of the things that these high-end ones do. So if you're looking to upgrade something, get into the, the $500-plus range, get you into extremely high-quality Lowrance unit that can really help out. Um, but the big thing I always like to make mention of is all these different things with the trolling motor and the Lowrance sonars allow you to really have good boat control and get on these spots really directly. I mean, a lot of times that's the difference maker. So if you can figure out a way to find these spots with these contour maps and then stay on them with your electronic motor, really that is the difference maker. It's as important as what you're tying on the end of your line. So that's that's the, the thing. If I can make any mention of somebody looking to get better at something, that would be what I would, would make mention of is, is getting better with that boat control. But couldn't be happier with that line than if anyone needs anything from a small used boat all the way up to a really high-end big Lund, Crowley is your place. All right. Just tell them Austin Parr sent you. Um, yes, sir. All right. Let's topic on the store. Uh, anything maybe that you've been waiting on that you finally got in or anything that uh, folks you say, hey, you got to come by and check this out for sure? Yeah. So I've been getting quite a few different items in. I just got some G. Loomis NRX Plus rods in that are super high-end rods, as well as also from the same company, uh, the Shimano uh, Symmetry Combos. If anyone's looking for a, a really nice combo that's at a $100 level rod and reel, those are particularly good. We sold tons of those last year, and I've been more than happy with them. And then one that I really like that's a uh, limited edition fish pond net uh, in a brown trout pattern, and that just came in as well. So those guys are already hitting the shelf, or hit, hitting the, the guys are picking them up pretty good flying off the shelves. So I'm, I've been really fond of those. But still, I'm sitting on pretty good stock right now. Everything's kind of turning around a little bit as far as stock. There's still a lot of things that I struggle to get. But everything's getting a little bit better by the day when it comes to physically getting inventory. So if anyone's looking for some product, I have the product down there right now. And, and uh, I'd be happy to help. Sure. Well, I tell you, man, when you look back at what you guys have been through, and I realize, you know, everybody has in their businesses, but especially what you guys have been through over these last few years, man, you have done a terrific, terrific job with you and your staff uh, keeping that store, man, fully loaded. So congratulations on doing a great job. We certainly appreciate it, Scott. All right, that's Austin Parr. Hey, give Austin a call if you want to go on a guided trip with him, 303-514-5546. But if you ever need some help and just want to check out some great gear, get by Discount Fishing Tackle, 2645 South Santa Fe. Their number, 303-698-2550. Austin, appreciate your time, sir, and we'll catch up again soon. Thanks so much, Scott. I appreciate it. You have a good day. You as well, sir. That's Austin Parr. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado, and we'll be right back. Are you in the market for a new firearm or maybe looking to purchase your very first firearm? Well, wouldn't it be great to have an experience worth telling your friends and family about while making such an important purchase? At Bighorn Firearms, we know how important that is, and it's our mission to provide this experience to every customer that walks through our front door. Hi, I'm Ryan, owner of Bighorn Firearms, located in southeast Denver, and my team and I are customers too. We know what it's like to experience the typical specialty store attitude, and we believe everyone deserves a first-class experience when purchasing a firearm. If you're searching for friendly service, a knowledgeable and passionate staff, and a great selection of firearms, 
we'd like to invite you to Denver's best independent gun store, Bighorn Firearms, one mile east of Evans and I-25. Whether it's your first gun or you've been collecting for years, our friendly and knowledgeable staff are passionate about answering all of your questions. Service and selection is our commitment to you. That's Bighorn Firearms, located at 2175 South Jasmine Street, Suite 105, Denver. Call us now, 303-758-9423, or shop online, bighornusa.com. Get relief from flesh and back. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now. 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures of precision custom parts for ARs and builds custom precision rifles, as well as a full line of pistol, shotgun, and rifle suppressors. Whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast, let Phoenix Weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster. Phoenix Weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs. Owner Aaron Casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one -on -one customer service sets us apart from our competition. Do it yourself or complete bills at Phoenix Weaponry. They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496 or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado, and again, thank you so much for being with us. Just a quick reminder now, if you miss our live show here on Saturdays, 1 to 2, you can catch us twice on Sundays, and that's from 8 to 9 a.m. and once again, 7 to 8 p.m. right here on KLZ 560. Always good to have our great friend Ryan Resch with us. It's Bighorn Firearms, 2175 South Jasmine, Suite 105, right there by the uh, Camp Bow Wow, I guess would be the famous landmark now with Heidi Ganahl uh, for governor there. Yeah, that's, that's dogs right there. Are yeah. Dogs are really barking there, it, man, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You, if, if you see the Camp Bow Wow, you're, yeah, you're, you're real close. You're close. Yeah. Uh, so. and, uh, and very convenient parking, easy parking, and just right in the front door. So we appreciate that. But no, Ryan, thanks for being with us, bud. Thanks, Scott. All right. Uh, man, a few weeks ago since you were in, but uh, let's kind of talk about what business has been like. You know, we had the Ubaldi shooting and things. I don't know if you've seen that video yet, but if you haven't, boy, I'll show you that that recently was released. But that always brings out a lot of different, um, wow, emotions 
you sure. know, when we have those, and, and of course we all hate when something like that happens, and it's just completely horrible. But um, and I asked you kind of before we came on air here about if you're seeing a lot of first-time gun buyers, and you said yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of interesting because when something like that happens, right? You have these like polar extremes of emotions, right? You have people that you know are are genuinely scared. You have other people that are you know maybe upset that people have access to these types of firearms Mm -hmm. but it's interesting to see that both these different polar extremes will come in looking to buy a gun after something like this happens because they're concerned about the uh, fragility of their gun rights after something like this so even people who are typically lean towards the uh you know anti-gun or uh, maybe anti is not the best word but like you know they're they're not pro-gun sure they're not supporters of the second amendment supporters of gun rights they'll even come in and buy their first firearm after <laughs> mm-hmm. something like this happens because they realize they may they may not have the opportunity to do so in a couple of years yeah. or who knows even a couple months yeah, or, no, or, no or, or weeks <laughs> so um we do we have you know, typically after uh, something like this, a tragedy like that, we do see, uh, you know, an uptick in gun sales. And we will see a lot of n- new gun owners coming in looking to exercise their constitutional right to mm-hmm. own a firearm and protect themselves. Um, you know, and some of them will come in specifically for these types of guns they're talking about banning. Other people might come in looking for just a simple handgun or something like that. Sure. Just something to make them feel like, you know to make them feel empowered that they can protect themselves because they know that, hey, the police might even show up and they might just stand around and wait for someone to tell them what to do. Uh, you just never know anymore. It's uh, it's it's a scary thing. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, I, you know, I've been in there and and, and watched when people have uh, been filling out their form and all, and you know, it just kills me. Sometimes you watch the news and and things are said that are just absolutely not true. By the left, but and they think there's all these loopholes and there's all these different ways and people don't get checked and uh, and they do and I mean you guys take that along with hopefully every other gun store which I know they do but I mean you guys take that very seriously that filling out the form and making sure it's correct yeah it has to be has to be right I mean our it's a federal form <laughs> yeah yeah I mean our uh, livelihood is on the line if it's mm-hmm. not you know and. Um, every gun sale other than like an antique firearm requires a background check. There are, uh, no loopholes, you know, even in States where you can transfer firearms privately without a background check, it is the seller's responsibility to, to verify or at least be, uh, very sure that the individual they're selling to is not a prohibited person because if they transfer a firearm to a prohibited person even in a private sale you're you're committing a crime um you're giving access to a a a firearm to somebody who is prohibited so the the loophole thing is definitely a myth um you know even at even at gun shows if you're a vendor at a gun show you have to do a background check now if two private individuals in a state where they can do private transfers decide to do a transfer you know it's their responsibility to make sure that they're transferring the the firearms uh you know within the law Mm -hmm. so um there are laws regarding the private transfer of firearms federal laws right so and what do people need i mean as far as documentation and all when they come in so 
you need a state ID. Um, we do in our shop, we are really careful about doing out of state, you know, transfers to out of state residents. Um, we do see a lot of folks who are Colorado residents now who come in with out of state IDs. You need to have a Colorado ID or a, another form of proof of residence. Now, if you can get set up with DMV to go in, you have everything they need to get you a temp ID, the Colorado temp will work. You're assigned a driver's license number when that temporary ID is issued, okay. and that will meet all those requirements. If you're having trouble obtaining the Colorado ID or driver's license for any reason, um, and let's say you've been here for longer than six months, you can go obtain a resident hunting or fishing license uh, from the Colorado uh, Department of Wildlife, and you can get those at Cabela's, Bass Pro Shop, Big sure. Five, Walmart. Um, you can go to the Division of Wildlife office. Um, you want to make sure it's a resident license. And for something with Division of Wildlife, you can bring a utility bill or a lease agreement or something like that. And that will prove your six months of residence to them. Um, we unfortunately can't accept those documents, but right. we can accept the hunting and fishing license because it is a state-issued uh, document. Um, another fallback would be vehicle registration. Uh, DMV is happy to issue you a vehicle registration if you go down there and pay them their money. Mm -hmm. um, and a vehicle registration does uh, qualify for proof of residence. So even if you're a dual resident, um, let's say you have residents in Florida and Colorado, if you've got a vehicle that you keep here in Colorado, and that is registered here in Colorado, then you're a Colorado resident and you can bring that down with your Florida ID and we can submit for the background check with that documentation. Okay. And you and your staff, I mean, if someone comes in and you just don't feel right, you do not have to sell them a gun, do you? No, we have, I mean, the right to refuse service, just like a bartender or, or really anybody. Mm -hmm. um, now, I know some of that kind of gets a little bit blurry, but, you know, when it comes to gun stuff, um, most people aren't going to argue with you and uh I, probably very unlikely that you're going to see some sort of weird lawsuit attached to it sure. um hmm. but yeah we we've kind of got a sixth sense for that you know this is what we do and if it doesn't feel right it's mm -hmm. not right and it's a no sale yeah so absolutely Again, Ryan Resch is with us. It's Bighorn Firearms, 2175 South Jasmine, just kind of off the Evans area there. And, um, again, the suite number is 105. Their number, by the way, is 303-758-9423. Now, let's talk a little bit about um, training because I think that's one thing that, you know, yeah, man, we're all glad people have bought, bought, bought themselves a gun, but, man, training is essential. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people out there who own guns that need to get some training. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't say they shouldn't own guns, but they need to get some training. Uh, you know, it's responsible gun ownership is the, the most important thing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, accidents happen, and if you're sure. not trained properly, they're <laughs> more prone to happening. Um, you know, it's a, it's a tool, and it's it's got a lot of power, and... It can take a life or cause, you know, permanent injury. And, uh, you know, whoever's hand that gun is in, they're the ones responsible for that. So, you know, get some training, get comfortable, get confident. Uh, we can help you with all that. It's uh, we're, That's what we're here for. We're here to help. And um, having a little bit of confidence goes a long way. So yeah. getting some real training from someone who's a professional who can – 
show you that you have the ability to handle the gun safely and operate it correctly um, will really increase the level of enjoyment you'll have when you're out on the range training or just shooting for recreation. Mm -hmm. um, we're offering concealed carry classes now twice a month in-house, uh, first and last Sunday. Um, we're real close to having the online uh, sign-up active on the website. Oh, okay, um, we're about... I don't know, maybe about another week out on that. I just got to get some graphics and stuff done, and then that will be live on um, the our parent site as well as our e-commerce site. Um, you can sign up in-store for those now, and you can ask for Marcus if you want to talk to the instructor about what the course is uh, going to be like mm -hmm. in person. It's a great opportunity just to get to know him. So, How many hours is the class? Uh, four hours, four. which includes range time. Okay. And there's a little bit of travel time from – the classroom to the range right. so it's four hours total uh 12 to 4 on sunday yeah. uh, first and last sunday of the month 125 bucks per person if you do any ad uh, additional purchases with us in store um and sign up for the class at the same time we usually throw like a 25 dollar discount on that class make it a even 100 bucks okay cool so. All right, awesome. And once again, the number to do that is 303-758-9423, or even better, just take a few minutes and drive by and go in and see the staff and just see the store. And, uh, and I mean, you are wall-to-wall -wall guns, man. I mean, that's one thing everybody says. They walk in, well, I'm in a gun store. <laughs> I, mean, oh, yeah. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah, people are usually pretty surprised because, it, it, you know, we have a smaller showroom, but we've got a lot of guns in there, and that's usually one of the first reactions. Like, wow, you guys got a lot of guns. So... Um, and we've got everything, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, we've got all your common, uh, concealed carry and, um, duty carry type stuff. We've got tactical rifles. We've got hunting rifles and shotguns. We've got collectibles, antiques, military surplus, your good old fashioned double action Smith and Wesson revolvers. Uh, and then we've got ammo holsters. We got into some uh, pouches and things like that for your tactical rigs, uh, plate carriers. Uh, we did get some uh, plates in recently. Uh, med kits, trauma kits, tourniquets, mm -hmm. st stuff that you should absolutely have in your range bag. If you if you got a gun with you, you should have a tourniquet and some other dressings and stuff like that, at least nearby, if not in that range bag with you. Um, that's the best place for it. It's either on your person or in that range bag because if you need it, you, you need it now. Yeah, and I was talking to some people today, man. I think those are good classes, that, and, and I'll be very transparent. I've never taken a first aid kind of course, but I, I think that's something we, we all need to do. Yeah. Because yeah. you look at what happens, and let's say you're at the mall or you're at a movie or you're at the, something and something horrible happens like we've seen on the news. Would you know what to do? And very transparent, hey. I think I could keep calm or whatever and try to help somebody mm -hmm. or get involved with my weapon if that's what it took. But as far as helping someone from a medical side, you know, would you know what to do and how to do a tourniquet even, how to stop bleeding, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's when you're under pressure. It's when you you forget everything unless sure. it's muscle memory. So, you know, especially in that sort of an, an intense situation, oh I can only imagine. Um, I've personally never been in that type of situation. Yeah. Um Training is the best, you know, you can go online and do some reading, maybe watch some videos and get some of the basics, but getting some hands-on mm -hmm. training with a professional is, is always the best option. Um, 
I don't have any recommendations right now for anybody doing trauma training, but a basic Google search should bring up some some decent options for you. Um, always always vet your your options. See if other people have taken the class. Uh, do your research and pick the outfit that you think is the best fit for you at sure. the end of the day. So Yeah, and we do have a gentleman. Jimmy Graham has been on our, our show a few times. He does, runs a, a deal called Abel Shepherd, and, and they do a pretty good deal like that. But it's – it's. Uh, I can't imagine what it would be like to be on scene and what makes you then you think of all our first responders, what they see every day oh, of yeah. their life, yeah. man. You know, I had a friend um, witness a motorcycle crash up off I-70, and he's trained in CPR and just, just a regular guy, and he, he saved this woman's life. And uh, he, I won't get into the whole story, sure. but, you know, he, he told it to me, and I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. And I was like would I be able to do that? I know. You know, and I, and I was like, well, I don't even know CPR. So you know what we did? We got CPR training for everyone in the shop um, shortly after I heard that story because I was like, you know, I've got two kids too, sure. you know, and um, it's just it's important just skills. It's basic skills. It's important stuff. You, you never know when you're going to have to use it. And if you have zero training, you're just going to be a bystander, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so uh, it's important stuff. Yeah, for sure. Once again, it's Bighorn Firearms, 2175 South Jasmine, and their number, 303-758-9423. Great staff, friendly staff, and hey, you know, don't feel bad about going and asking questions. None of us know everything there is to know about guns and which one might be the best for you. They will walk you through and help you make the right purchase the first time, which is very, very important, too. Now, you'll rarely hear this, but uh, Ryan was telling me um, before the show here a little bit, there have been a few dollars marked down on some ammo. Yeah, your common pistol calibers, mainly 9mm, we've seen the biggest price drops on. Um, price drops, uh, minimum, like 5 bucks a box. So, And then if you come in and do some bulk buying with us, 5 boxes or more, uh, we'll throw you a 10% discount on top of that. Um, some other pistol calibers, rifle cartridges are still oh, a little no. bit tough, uh, especially hunting stuff. So if you're a hunter, now's the time to start <laughs> looking for the ammo well, you I'm think you're you. going to be shooting in September because, you know, this stuff is really difficult to track down. Um, I hate to send people somewhere else, but, you know, a good recommendation is worth a lot. And, uh, you know, some of the big box stores are probably going to, give you your best chance at finding the the hunting ammo that you're looking for if it's if it's very specific uh we do have some some in stock various calibers but man prices on that stuff are still way up but nine millimeter finally starting to kind of cool off and uh seeing some price drops there and maybe some 40 10 mil things like that we're starting to see the prices come down Revolver cartridges are still pretty difficult to to get hands on, but we did just get in two cases of 38 special. So if you've been looking for 38 special, okay, now's the time to come see us because it probably won't last uh, through the middle of the next week. So. Yeah, absolutely, it goes quick for sure. All right, a couple minutes left here, but I want to touch on a couple things. One, you have gift cards available, so if people mm-hmm. looking for a gift, hey, and you don't know what to get them for sure, hey, run by, get a gift card, and uh, that's a very easy thing to do. And also kind of your estate sales, I guess we'll call it, and I, and I had someone ask me about this, well, how many guns make up an estate? And I said one, <laughs> okay? Sure. I mean, it doesn't matter. If, they, if you got one gun, really, or you got a couple of hundred, whatever, give you guys a call, and you guys will come do kind of an evaluation. If they want to bring them in, they can. You guys will go see them if yeah, you need we'll, to. Yeah, we'll travel for large collections. 
and um, just kind of give them an evaluation and see where they're at. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the starting point is getting some eyes on the guns, doing some identification because who knows what you got. And, uh, you know, once that's kind of complete, um, we just kind of go through and just evaluate the overall condition, things like that, see if guns are in their original configurations. Do they come with original boxes or accessories that maybe are are valuable? And uh, we'll just kind of look at the whole thing. We can go through it item by item and just – can give you our thoughts on um, mm-hmm. the items and what they might bring um, either in a uh, large group sale or in an individual sale. So right. uh, give us a call, shoot us an email. Uh, we'll make some time for you to see what you got. Um, if uh, if you like, you can always email pictures. That's always very helpful. Okay. Uh, we don't typically give like hard dollar amounts out on based on pictures, you know, via email, but it's a good starting point to at least get an idea of like what maybe you're working with, the type of volume that, that we have to, to handle and and things like that. And, uh, you know, if selling them doesn't feel right, you know, we can talk about consignment. Um, we do list all of our consignments on gun broker. We have a good, uh, turnover on our consignment items. And uh, we do see, you know, premiums brought with the gun broker listings that we put together because, you know, we take our time. We make sure the items listed correctly. We do the photos um, really well and everything's nice and consistent. Um, We field all the questions. I mean, we do all the work. So, you know, consignment's not a bad deal. Uh, We do charge uh, typically 25% on that. That is a one time. That's a flat fee. There's no hidden costs at the end. There's no gun broker fees or final selling fees or anything. That's all rolled into that gun broker listing. Now, if it's an item we think would sell in the store quickly, um, we can talk about you know reducing the uh, the percentage for mm-hmm. the consignment on items like that. But if they're gun broker items, um, and I, I say gun broker items, you know there's a specific type of inventory that just does really well sure, on gun sure. broker in an online setting, and a lot of times the premiums that will be brought through these online auctions will cover all these additional fees. So if you see some other guy in town doing it for 15% or something like that, hey, you know, I'm not knocking them. They may do a really good job and you may end up actually paying 15% at the end of the deal. Um, But when you take the time to really package this thing up and, and put together a really great listing, it'll bring this premium dollar Mm -hmm. and it'll, pay for itself. So um, don't get scared off by the 25%. I promise you we'll do the best job that right. anybody can do on selling your gun on consignment on gun brokers. So um, give us a try. Absolutely. Bighorn Firearms, 2175 South Jasmine. Their number 303-758-9423. And check out their website, bighornusa.com. So, Ryan, thanks for your time, bud, and we'll look forward to our visit next time. Thanks a lot, Scott. Looking forward to it. Same here, sir. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We'll take a quick break and be back with more right after this. Riding an e-bike will make you feel like a kid again. Just try it. Hi, I'm Randy Crancy, founder of eBike of Colorado. E-bikes are a fun way to ride the trails. Pedal Assist technology flattens the steepest hills. We have 14 major brands to choose from, and our expert staff will find you the perfect bike. Come take a free test ride at eBike of Colorado in downtown Louisville next to the historic Grain Elevator. Open seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Learn more at ebikeofcolorado.com. Just try it. 
Before we get back to the show, you know, our eyes are very important. And let me tell you who I've been trusting my eye care to. It is Stack Optical. For over 10 years, hey, Alan's been taking great care of us, and he will take great care of you as well. Their eye exam, folks, is only $69, and it has been $69 for years. And Alan just says, hey, they want to give a great eye exam, a thorough eye exam, and take care of you so they've never raised that price. So get in. Give them a call, 303-321-1578 for all your optical needs. If you're needing a new pair of glasses, hey, you want to have a, a better experience in the outdoors, whether it's golf, riding your bike, they've got the stack sports pack, so prescription sunglasses. Maybe you've got a hard prescription no one else has been able to figure out. Give Alan Stack a chance at Stack Optical. Of course, they can handle repairs, your contacts, all of it. Right there at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver, 303-321-1578. StackOptical.com is the website. And I always tell you, at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Hey, Dan, you know, our jobs are pretty different. I'm a baseball announcer. You're an attorney and a talk show host. Yeah, but we do have something in common. Really? What's that? Our favorite car dealer, Len Lyle Chevrolet. Yeah, definitely not your typical dealership. That's so true, Jack. No high pressure sales tactics. They respect your time. And when you have two jobs, that's important. You know, I'd recommend Len Lyle Chevrolet to anyone. And with their low overhead, that means lower, lower prices. prices. Yeah, we really do have something in common. Len Lyle Chevrolet. Go east and pay the least chevy find new roads now's the time to get into the outdoorsman's attic their summer sale is in full swing all fishing gear 10 to 50 percent off tents sleeping bags and packs save 30 percent 30 percent off all knives sitka clothing 25 percent off and if you're in the market for a gun safe stop by the outdoorsman's attic it's colorado's largest outdoor consignment store located at 2650 West Hamden in Sheridan. They've also got live bait, and if you haven't picked up your Colorado fishing or hunting licenses yet, they can help you there as well. If your firearm needs some work, head downstairs and see Scott the Gunsmith. If you've got some hunting, fishing, and camping gear you're just not using anymore, stop by and see Billy and he will explain their consignment program and how you can turn that gear into cash. Outdoor gear, guns, and ammo, all at the Outdoorsman's Attic, 2650 West Hamden in Sheridan. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for being with us. Going to go to the phones now, talk to our good friend Larry Sanford, Outdoor Buddies. You've heard about these folks on the show now for a number of years. A terrific organization. You can check out their website, outdoorbuddies.org. And uh, we're going to be talking about a special event coming up. First of all, Larry, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Thanks, God. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It seems like it's been a hundred years since we've been uh, together back at a banquet we did a few years ago, man, with everything that's gone on, but I am glad you guys are still going strong. That's it. I know. We need to we need to get back into that, that contact and get, get everybody together again and, and whatnot. It's, uh, it's just a different world now with uh, COVID, and you, I'd be like, I would like to say someday post-COVID, but um, I think that's where we're at, and we're just going to have to figure out 
a new mousetrap and figure out how to do it. So. Sure, absolutely. Well, Larry, hey, it's been a while since you've been on, and, and it's certainly been a while since we've kind of delved into the kind of the history of Outdoor Buddies, what Outdoor Buddies is all about. So just take a few minutes and um, kind of let our listeners know uh, what Outdoor Buddies is all about. All right. Uh, yeah, Lord knows I've been here long enough, and, and it's an it's, it's, it's a organization that has been needed and, and used for years since uh, 1984. Um, the folks at uh, Craig Hospital, uh, Sam Andrews, and, and then uh, Sid Sellers, who was at the Division of Wildlife at that time, um, got together and said, hey, we need to figure out a way to get these spinal cord injury folks and, and the different le- higher levels of disabilities back in the outdoors. So let's come up with an organization that they can do that. So that that's where Outdoor Buddies was born. And, and basically it was about able-bodied folks getting folks with disabilities back in the outdoors. I mean, that, uh, or that have been deprived of that experience. And so um, it, it started then, and now we're here in 2022, and, and we spread our wings, and, and there's a, you know, the bigger web. We do youth hunts. We do novice hunts. We do... Uh, fishing and uh, we get folks that are paralyzed from the neck down not just from Craig Hospital but all over the United States they folks come out here to Colorado to uh, take part in in uh, outdoor buddies we're a nonprofit organization we're all volunteer uh, we've got a great board of directors that that uh, meets there once a month and uh, we put on uh, 10 or 11 events throughout the year um, that we don't, you know, people don't pay for them, and and uh, so that way we these folks have a chance to get out in the outdoors, and uh, but we do have companies and folks donate to Outdoor Buddies foundations, and uh, that's where we get our funding from to uh, be able to continue this. Our funding, a lot of it goes towards the uh, adaptive equipment that it takes to get somebody out that's paralyzed from the neck down, mm-hmm. or a service guy that. Just got back this bilateral amputee, uh, both legs gone. Uh, whatever it is, doesn't make any difference. We have the equipment to get anybody out. I don't care if somebody's sight impaired uh, anymore. I have loved uh, loved ones that call and say, "Hey, you know, my uncle Joe is on the, the couch and just feels like life is over. And and is there anything you can do?" And and I say, "Yeah, let's get him in the outdoors." And they say, "Well, you don't even know his disability." I don't care. We've got the equipment that we can take them out. That's where we're at now. Um, so I, I just, uh, I'm proud of that, and I'm proud of the folks that uh, allow us to go do our, our uh, run our programs on their properties, uh, whether it's pheasant hunting or, or fishing or running a family day out of Colorado Youth Outdoors or wherever. It doesn't make any difference. We're out there doing it. So right. that's it in a nutshell. Okay. Uh, what we do yeah all right larry sanford is our guest once again the president of outdoor buddies you can check out their website outdoorbuddies.org and if anybody knows uh you um you are certainly one to speak of going through something that uh was life-altering and life-changing and boy it came out on the other side um just doing a very well and i know you have been a huge encouragement throughout the years to to people that you've been in contact with their outdoor buddies but um take a minute and just talk a little bit about your story well 
it is something because you know radio and and over the phone you don't really see exactly what somebody's gone through everybody's got a great story um, my story and my wife's and and uh, uh, 35 years ago I was uh, doing a job bringing a new process over from England uh, that put underground pipe in the ground I was a journeyman pipe fitter welder and anyways bottom line was is is that um, I got electrocuted, got hit with 13,800 volts of electricity, lost something from every extremity, and burnt 80% of my body. 69% were skin grafts. And those of you who know the skin grafts in that part, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but like Scott said, I've, I've come out the other side. You know, we go to rehab and we go, these doctors put us together and the nurses keep us going and do the things that we need to do. And, and it doesn't do us any good to get rehabilitated if we don't get back in the outdoors and go or do something. Um, I've always loved to do things in the outdoors, um, and that, that's the bottom line with it. So, yeah, I had, a, I had a tough deal. My wife, I always tell everybody, my wife had a tougher uh, way to go on that. I was in intensive care for seven months. Um, we just had a, we had a, at that time, we had a 14-month-old daughter and a nine-day-old son. So she's the one that had her hands full, and I had all these people taking care of me and putting me back together, and the good Lord, uh, you know, knew and has a plan. So um, we firmly believe in that. And, and she, she uh, my wife, Penelope Penny, um, she's, she is just a salt-of-the-earth person and, and tough. She's going through her own battle with uh, metastatic uh, breast cancer, and, and but we all take it in stride, and, and I guess... You know, the Lord. They say the Lord's not going to put anything on you that you can't handle. But yeah, absolutely. you know, I, I'm willing to have Him back off a little. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Well, no, man. I tell you, you have been just the years that I've known you guys, you and your wife. Uh, man, just uh, very resilient people, great spirit, humble. And, uh, man, just thank you for all you've done and, um, you know, for everyone that's around you and your own family, but also for Outdoor Buddies as well. Well, let's talk about something cool and something fun, and that's going to be our Colorado Clays uh, shoot on Saturday, August 6th. So tell us about this event. Oh, that that's, uh, that's just sheer fun. Um, we get folks, and, and like I said, we don't do our banquet now. Um, we're hoping to come up with something soon, but right now that's our fundraiser. And so the folks at Colorado Clays, Corey and uh, JR, those guys uh, help us put this event on uh, we get uh, folks from every walk of life come out there we have corporate sponsorships from fifteen hundred dollars one thousand dollars and then i think 750 but um those are just to get and, and those are for four-man teams uh, you come out shoot around the clays uh, you get to meet a bunch of folks with disabilities and and see amazing equipment that's out there and and get have some camaraderie camaraderie with you know your business partners or your you know i know there's going to be a great thing going we've got one of the gentlemen that are uh in the service that's that's on our board that uh, uh is getting all of his service guys uh in every division or whatever and uh getting a contest going between them and so they're going to have a little deal going at the at the same time uh to help outdoor buddies because they have all their buddies that are coming back from war and and uh, the service that uh, have uh, 
protected the United States and uh, gave us what we're able to do today. So uh, they're going to be part of that, and uh, so they're they're getting teams to do that as well. We're, we'll have carts out there. Uh, sporting plays the hundred rounds. Um, we'll have some raffles afterwards. Uh, there'll be uh, I think there's a, a couple elk hunts, uh, turkey hunts, those type of things. They'll raffle off. Okay. Uh, Nordies. Uh, for lunch, barbecue, um, a full spread there. Uh, so if you like Nordies, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> that's the time to come out and eat. So right. we're going to pig out and uh, have a great time, yeah. Well, good deal. Yeah. Once again, this will be Saturday, August 6th. Registrations at 8 a.m. Uh, the shoot will start at 9. They'll have lunch at noon. And it will be at Colorado Clay Shooting Park. That's 13600 Lanewood Street in Brighton. And as Larry mentioned, a few levels of sponsorship. Uh, the gold sponsorship, 1500 bucks. Hey, that gets that entitles a sponsor to a team of four shooters. Your shells for the four shooters. Golf cart signage and recognition at the Sporting Clay event. And then the silver sponsor, 1000 bucks. That entitles a sponsor to a team of four shooters. Your golf cart signage and recognition again. And then bronze, hey, seven fifty four shooters signage and recognition at the event as well. And uh, hey, if you just got a couple of you, uh, male or female, whatever, hey, it's a hundred bucks a shooter, and uh, they'll pair you up with some folks. And I promise you, it will be a great event. Now, you can go to outdoorbuddies.org/slash/clays-benefit uh, for all the information. And then, Larry, if someone does, do you want to open up your phone number or just have them go to the website? Yeah, just to have them go to the website. Okay, I don't blame you. Well, <laughs> okay. All there, right. It's there, I mean, because, uh, you know, my, I'm an open book, and, uh, you know, it's almost sometimes I need to get I need to get a job just to get a break sometimes. But exactly. But uh, it's not, it, I have so much stuff, this is so important to, to all these folks. It's not, the thing that we're, I always tell folks is, it's not the folks that are disabled right now or the, the you know, somebody that has, gone, that's gone to war or those type of things. It's the ones that haven't got hurt yet. It's the ones that haven't got cancer yet. It's the ones that, uh, those type of folks, those are the ones we have to have this amazing uh, company and, sure. and uh, nonprofit to be able to do these things. Uh, so that's what we got to do and, and uh, to keep it going. And, and uh, if you, uh, we also are doing these great, uh, we're doing five different raffle items, huge, I mean, great, great deals. Uh, those are on there as well. I think Terry Gleason's number and that information's on there. Uh, if you don't sign up and try to get one of those uh, raffle tickets for those, you're crazy because those are some some awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, and your odds are pretty good. Yeah. Hey, better than buying a lottery they ticket, are. man. They've got great odds. For sure. They are. So once again, if you've got any questions, you can get a hold of me, Scott, at sportsmancolorado.com, my cell, 720-201-8585. We can get you hooked up. But go to outdoorbuddies.org slash Clay's Benefit, and uh, we're certainly going to try to put a team. We'll get with Kevin Flesh and uh, co-host here, and we will try to put together some folks and come out there and be of help with you, Larry. So, man, as always, we appreciate it very much, and uh, it is going to be a great event. Once again, the date, Saturday, August 6th. Registration's at 8 a.m., the shoot at 9, lunch at noon, and uh, we would love to have you come be a part of it and uh, meet the folks at Outdoor Buddies and uh, help change some lives. That's what it's all about. So, Larry, we appreciate it, sir. Thank you for your time. 
Thank you, Scott. I appreciate oh, I appreciate everything you guys do too. All right, buddy. We appreciate it. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend. You bet. You too. All right. That is Larry Sanford, president of Outdoor Buddies. Check out the website outdoorbuddies.org. And again, just great people, great um, mission that they do. Uh, once again, this is all volunteer, nonprofit organization, and they rely on our help to help others. It's Outdoor Buddies. Thanks for being with us today on Sportsman of Colorado. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.